0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: They had a chance to improve their bullpen by signing Craig Kimbrell. They could have done that really at any point, and they didn't. And there are several reasons why they didn't. First and foremost, Danny, they want to stay under the luxury tax. Now, we can have a debate, and probably should, as to whether or not that is a reasonable thing to do or why... That should be a priority. But understand that every year that you're over the luxury tax, your penalty gets steeper. And when you get to the point the Nationals are where you'd go over it for a third straight year, the penalty is pretty astronomical. They've decided they're not going to pay that penalty. Mark Lerner told us on our show. That's right. In the offseason, right around Christmas time, we were out there for the Patrick Corbin press conference. He didn't want to go over the luxury tax. And he said on our show it was painful to stroke that check and he didn't want to do it again. So... They're not going to, and that means they weren't going to sign Dallas Keichel or Craig Kimbrell, the two best free agents, at the end of the offseason. Kimbrell finally signed yesterday with the Cubs, and it's not a coincidence that yesterday he got a deal. As of the start of the Major League Baseball draft, which happened on Monday night, you could sign Kimbrell and you can sign Keuchel and any of the other free agents still out there. Those are the best two that everyone talks about without having to give up a draft pick to sign them. So had the Nationals gone and gotten Kimbrell before this week, they would have had to forfeit a draft pick like they did when they signed Patrick Corbin. Most teams don't want to be in that business. Draft picks are assets, and they're very affordable. And generally speaking, the top couple of rounds, you're getting the best prospects in your system. Mm -hmm. So that's why those guys didn't have a job. In addition to they were asking for a lot of money, and some teams like Washington didn't want to go over the luxury tax. The question is, are you annoyed that the Nationals did not try to sign Craig Kimbrell I'll go after you. I want you to go first. Mm -hmm. I'm not at all. I wouldn't have signed Craig Kimbrell, to be completely honest with you. If I was going to, I would have done it before the start of the season. In season, I never would have thought about it for one second. And Dallas Keuchel's the guy I've wanted to sign all along, and that's the guy I'd prefer if I'm going to go over the luxury tax to do so for. So I'm not bothered that they didn't sign Kimbrell. I know you were.
0: Yeah, uh, they should have tried. And if they got too rich, you bow out. You should try. They kicked it around early in spring training at one point. I guess they were knocking on the door. They were interested. They weren't willing to meet the demands. Understandable. But here, the some of the reasons why not went away. The loss of the compensatory draft pick. You lost that Bryce Harper compensatory draft pick when you signed Patrick Corbin. The Nationals have walked this line of, and really this is ownership, of we want to be great, but we also want to be under the tax. And they kind of gone both ways and then screwed that up last year, where they waited until after they were out of it. Uh, when they should have been able to make an organizational decision and sell some of those guys before the trade line to actually get under the tax. That was their poor planning that led to them still paying the tax last year uh, when you nix a deal for Bryce Harper, when you you know won't spin Daniel Murphy and the rest of your relievers or Matt Adams and company until after the, the regular uh, trade deadline. You wait to the waiver trade deadline. It didn't save you enough money, so you paid the tax. That's your fault. You screwed up. So now, because you screwed up, you're going to double down on the screw-up. The thing that's preventing them from winning a division, the thing that's going to prevent them from winning a playoff series or having anything meaningful happen this year is the bullpen. Be desperate to fix the bullpen. I understand you can't be so desperate it cripples the organization. I understand that you can't sacrifice two, three years from now, international bonus money, draft picks, whatever. I get that. I need you to, to be investigating every possible path. So if if this got the bidding got to... 50, $60 million. You say, yeah, someone else will make a mistake because the track record of guys signing midseason isn't great. Greg Holland's a great example. He was awful in St. Louis, but good for the Nationals by August and September. Counting on him this year probably isn't great, but I'm thinking of this more as a, now next year I'll have that problem solved instead of trading away some of these draft picks, instead of trading away some of these young pieces in my organization to try to fix a bullpen that will constantly need fixing. I need it fixed. It's got to be fixed. I wanted them to try a lot harder. And I get it. If someone else outbids you, you tip the cap at the office. Would you have
1: given them 3-43? I would. So, see, I I wouldn't have done that. And I think it's a good conversation. And I assume that most Nationals fans agree with you, and I'd love to hear from them right now, at 800-636-1067. Because it's the equivalent of discussing whether or not you should pay for overpriced steak when you don't have any good food in your pantry. Right. I'm making sense of not going and getting a guy who's better than what you have. I think it's short-sighted to just say, well, this is the groceries that we have right now. Spend way more than you should on the steak. We are entering an era where spending $43 million for three years on a reliever is not going to happen that often. You're spending that money on a guy in Craig Kimbrell that I don't think is a lock to be an excellent pitcher over the next few seasons. If I'm going to do that, if I'm going to give a guy 3-43, and 43, I'm going to do it with a younger arm, with less wear and tear, who does not have the risk over the next three seasons of this contract that Kimbrell has. I think there are some red flags with him. And they didn't get, get talked about a ton necessarily uh, during this process. I'm not saying he's not going to be very good. I, he, he may well. What I am saying is predicting year-to-year relief mm-hmm. pitching is extremely difficult it really is hard i recently talked to mike rizzo about this at nats park it's the hardest position right now to correctly evaluate because we use relievers incorrectly specifically at the end of their time and their contract with the team like last year boston and craig kimbrell but if you look at his last three months last season he was he walked like 25 batters in 40 innings an alarming walk rate for the year. It was four and a
0: half. They had his career high in walks last year. And it, really, a lot of that was down the stretch and he wasn't great in the playoffs. Uh,
1: I would go further. He was awful in the playoffs uh, in the ALCS doing those pre and post shows mm-hmm. with uh, Jim Bowden for MLB network radio. We were asking Alex Cora. We interviewed him before every single game on the field. We'd ask him, are you able to go to Kimbrell tonight? Do you have to skip Kimbrell tonight? If there's a big spot, are you going to go to him? And more often than not, he would get the save. But he would load the bases, oh, he made it, he made it he'd scared. walk to, he he'd give up a fly ball to the warning track. I, mean, I don't think his not having been signed had everything to do with just the specifics of what he was asking for, the, the compensation. I think there's also a little bit of question about Craig Kimbrell himself, whose fit last year was in the mid threes. Mm-hmm. My point isn't to say he's not one of the better relievers in baseball. He's a seven-time All-Star for a reason. He could end up being a Hall of Famer at this rate. What I will say, though, is if I'm giving $43 million to that position, it's got to be to a younger guy with a lot more miles to go on his tires than Craig Kimbrell, who I'm just not sure about for the next three. Now, that said, if they would have signed him yesterday 3-43, and would I have been mad? Of course not. You were desperate, as you said. Mm -hmm. You have no bullpen help, and you got this guy.